0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Today is the day. Some say the greatest day in all of sport. It's Super Bowl 57 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Two of the most exciting teams all season long meet in Arizona for a shot to become NFL champions. Uh, We here at SENZ will have live coverage from 11 o'clock, so in around 58 minutes' time, we'll be crossing to Ben Graham and Jared Waitley. Uh, Both sides come into the big dance with a 14 3 record and feature two of the most exciting quarterbacks in the game. But there's much more to both the Chiefs and the Eagles, and uh, that um is uh, very very apparent the reason why they're the best all-round teams going into uh today's grand final joining us now is uh, ian espn Z. sorry espn espn kansas city is sterling holmes sterling holmes is the host too of home stretch i just incorporated a bit of new zealand into espn there sterling that was quite clever of me uh, good morning to you on the biggest day of uh, of the year in american sport
1: Hey, I'm doing very, very well over here. Very, very excited. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Uh, All right, let's uh, look at uh, on your Twitter already, Sterling. You have uh, made the call that the final score will be 31-32, the Chiefs. Uh, That is indicating a thriller. Why are you expecting such a close call, man?
1: Well, both teams are obviously the best in the NFL, the Chiefs, the best team in the AFC, Eagles all season long, the best team in the NFC. Both teams have their strengths where other teams have their weakness. The Eagles like to run the football. The Chiefs, where can you beat them? On the ground. Kansas City, where can they beat the Eagles? Through the air. You look at some of the analytical numbers the Eagles have not faced a quarterback all season long of Patrick Mahomes' caliber. I think they can torch this Eagles defense through the air. Uh, I'm expecting a nail-biter.
0: So when you say um, a, a quarterback of uh, Patrick Mahomes' caliber, what are we talking about here? Uh, a, a quarterback is mobile or a quarterback is just as clever and as ingenious as Mahomes is? just as clever and genius. We
1: obviously know Mahomes in his ankle, he's not going to be 100% being able to run the ball, but that's not what he does best anyways. His arm, it's out of this world. So accurate, so strong. Uh, He's the MVP this year for a reason. He just does things that no other quarterback can do. He finds guys, his connection with Travis Kelsey, the tight end is unlike any other connection in the NFL. Uh, The Eagles linebacking core is probably their weakness defensively. so I expect Mahomes to hit Travis Kelsey over the middle a lot throughout this game.
0: Tactically speaking, uh, then who has the edge? Do you believe between the chiefs uh, head coach, Andy Reid, very experienced man, very cool, calm customer and the bloke that he once fired Eagles head coach, Nick Sirianni. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obviously a fun storyline. You know, the Eagles
1: fired Andy Reid, then Andy Reid comes to Kansas city. What does he do? Immediately fires Nick Sirianni. Um, <laughs> I like Andy Reid in this one. Obviously, he's been here multiple times now. He's a long-tenured head coach. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame when it's all said and done. I've really enjoyed what Nick Sirianni has done this season for the Eagles, but it's so early on, you have to give the edge to the guy who's been there, who's done this before. And again, while Sirianni was fired by Andy Reid, the Eagles fired Andy. So I think Andy has a little bit of uh, something to say as well.
0: Uh, The Eagles have made an interesting move by hiring former Denver Broncos head coach Vic Fangio heading into the Super Bowl. He's at a history against the Chiefs, but the stats would suggest it's not a good history because it's not that good a record. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, if, if you are an Eagles fan, you should be saying no, 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 because Vic Fangio was not good at going up against Kansas City. Uh, I believe off the top of what I've looked at, the, mo- or the fewest points he gave up was 22. Not very good. The Eagles defense has been good all season long. Hopefully they don't listen to Vic Fangio.
0: Okay, so you mentioned before about the injury that Patrick Mahomes has been carrying. Surely with another fortnight, of course, we've had Pro Bowl in between. Uh, it must have improved.
1: Yeah, it'll be better. He won't be 100%. It's a high ankle sprain. A lot of times that lasts, you know, six to eight weeks. We're talking about, what, three weeks total from the initial injury. He's not going to be 100%, but again, he's not a quarterback who uses his legs. He does to extend plays, but he does not take off and run like his counterpart on the other side, Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts and his shoulder, in my mind, might be a bigger issue than Patrick Mahomes and his ankle.
0: Okay, they've got no uh, Tyreek Hill, so if they have a running game as such, it's a big danger for the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, no Tyreek Hill, obviously. He's now in Miami, but the the Chiefs, can run the football. The Eagles obviously can run the football. The Eagles were fifth in the NFL in rushing yards this season. They were first in touchdowns on the ground. The Eagles were with 32. But both teams averaged 4.7 yards per carry. If Kansas City decides to run the football, they should find success there. That's been where teams had taken advantage of the Eagles this season. But knowing Andrew Reid, that's not what he's about. When you have the best quarterback in the NFL, you have the number one passing attack. While it might make sense on paper to run the ball, They're going to throw the rock with Patrick and Andy
0: at the helm. One of the things that's going to be a huge factor is whether the Eagles can get to Mahomes if they can. I mean, their record has been outstanding. 15 more sacks in the regular season than other sides. Eight more in the playoffs over the Giants and the 49ers. Can they neutralize that, um, the Chiefs? Oh man,
1: that's the that's the million dollar question right there. They have four of the Eagles' defensive linemen with ten plus sacks, which is just absurd. They are led by Hassan Reddick. We saw him take over the game multiple times this season, as well as in the playoffs. I think the Chiefs' offensive line has been slightly underrated at times. The interior of Kansas City, uh Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, and Creed Humphrey have been incredible, but the tackles is where they've had some issues as the season's gone on. But if you look Look at the playoffs and maybe even since the injury to Mahomes' ankle. Andrew Wiley and Orlando Brown Jr. have really stepped up. Um, this is the matchup to watch in my eyes.
0: I'll get on to the, the, the brothers that are playing against each other, Travis and Jason Kelsey, very shortly um, if I can. But uh, the fact of the matter is if uh, the Chiefs get up, it will be likely because uh, the combination between Mahomes and Travis Kelsey has been effective.
1: Yeah, that's one hundred percent correct. I think that is the matchup, or I shouldn't say matchup to watch, but the connection offensively for Kansas City to to monitor because Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football. He's the same age as future Hall of Famer Rob Gronkowski, but Kelsey seemingly is getting better and better each and every season. He is Mahomes' safety blanket. When plays break down, who does he look to? That is Travis Kelsey. So when we see pressure on Mahomes, look for Travis Kelsey to be the guy that steps up and gets open.
0: uh, All great sporting events. Uh, Have a bit of romance about them. If you dig deep enough, you'll find something. But very much to the fore has been the story of the brothers this week. Of course, Travis for the Chiefs, Jason uh, for the Eagles. Uh, It's been big, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's been just an incredible story. They're getting their mom, their dad involved. Uh, there was that whole story where they're trying to get the mom, Mrs. Kelsey, to flip the coin, the coin flip before the game. Uh, there's Everything about this is... It's wild. I mean, imagine growing up with your brother or a family member, your cousin, if, even if you don't have a sibling and imagine you going to the NFL and then on the biggest stage, you're playing against them. And not only that, you're two of the major factors in this game. We're not talking about two guys who don't play. We're talking about the X factor offensively outside of Mahomes for the Chiefs. And then one of the two best centers in the NFL and Jason Kelsey. It's an amazing mm. storyline.
0: It is an amazing storyline. Uh, we haven't really touched too much on the key components for the Philadelphia Eagles on offence, of course, and that is all about Jalen Hurts, who has uh, been phenomenal this year, uh, passing and running, fully fit. He's very mobile, constant threat here for the defence of the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, and this is where he really is is the game changer for the Eagles because he is so mobile. He sometimes holds onto the ball too long, Jalen Hurts, and he can get sacked because he's trying to make a play. But also when he does that, if you don't get him, he will make a play. I'm intrigued to see if Kansas City tries to put a QB spy on him with Willie Gay Jr. or potentially Brian Cook. But Jalen Hurts had an MVP caliber season up until his injury. That injury, again, it it worries me with his shoulder. They haven't had to use him. They haven't had to have him throw the ball a ton. But what happens when he has to hit a deep ball? What happens if the Eagles fall behind? Can he still make those throws?
0: Uh, If it comes down to special teams, both kicking and punting, does Kansas City have the edge there with uh, Butker and Townsend?
1: Uh, I would like to think so. Tommy Townsend was an all-pro punter this season. Harrison Butker uh, was hurt for a good chunk, especially early on. He never seemed right until the very end of the year. And then we've seen Harrison Butker in the playoffs, and he's been absolutely nails. Just incredible. Uh, I would probably give the Chiefs the edge, uh, just a slight edge here, because they have had some struggles this season. But it, it seems like the past few games, if that's any indication, I like Kansas City and their special teams.
0: When it comes to the crunch, and you are forecasting that with a one-point scoreline, and uh, I hope you're right. I mean, I hope to see an absolute thriller out of this. Um, I, I just wonder who's going to hold their nerve better. I mean, Andy Andy Reid has been to this uh, rodeo uh, before. He has. Um, he's got this. Uh, if you look from outward, sometimes you look uh, as if you have to push him to see if he's still breathing. Uh, he's that calm <laughs> about most things. But but the other guy is a whole new territory for Suriani with this responsibility.
1: Yeah, and that's a very good question because the knock against Andy Reid throughout his career has been – the timeout and some of the situational uh, calls he's made especially late in games like we saw the year prior the Chiefs were running the ball very effectively against Cincinnati and what did they do in the second half? They just stopped and sometimes you see Andy Reid with poor clock management that has been the knock against him but again he's been there before, he's been there multiple times obviously the offensive mastermind that he is throughout the game you expect him to get it done but Nick Sirianni sometimes you don't know what you don't no, you don't know that you're supposed to not win this game. You don't know that you're going up against a future Hall of Famer. You've gotten this far. Um, I have just immense respect for what Nick Siriani has done.
0: The rumor mill is flying for who might uh, make a guest appearance alongside Rihanna during the halftime show. <laughs> I'm sure you're immensely interested in that. So what's your prediction there?
1: Oh, man, I have no idea. Oh, oh, give me... um. Give me Jay-Z. I'll say Jay-Z makes an appearance.
0: Okay, Jay-Z makes an appearance alongside uh, Rihanna. Hey, uh, so where are you going to be
1: watching it? Uh, I'm watching at my house. So I, I got I got work to do for this. So as much fun as it is watching the game, I love the Chiefs being here. I got to do a pregame show. I got to do a halftime show. I got to do a postgame show. Um, busy man. So I'll be, I'll be working during this one. So I'll have my, my man cave set up got my, my podcast and, and, and radio spot set up, and I'll have the beers flowing. What about you?
0: Well, look, I'm going to a function. Um, this is uh, There's eight of us. have put uh, some money in. Um, we've taken uh, two teams right from the start of the competition and two teams, and uh, at the end, uh, two guys are facing off against each other with a little bit of a jackpot, but we've got some, uh, we've got some entertainment and some, uh, of course, we've got some refreshment as well. So um, we're looking to make that a real tradition, and that's that's. Uh, I mean, we won't be the only ones. There'll be a lot of people in New Zealand with their with their eyes on this massive event. Uh, what's your go-to snack? I need to know. What's your go-to snack?
1: Oh man, normally barbecue. Not not necessarily a snack, but for for football games, I'll go barbecue. Uh, as far as snacks go. Man, give me barbecue chips. Barbecue chips would be my go-to.
0: Barbecue chips? How do you do those?
1: So, it's the barbecue seasoning that you put on chips. It's uh, really popular, especially here in Kansas City, which we like to dub the barbecue capital of the world. Um, Barbecue chips, you have this lovely seasoning, and it it tastes like you're eating kind of like barbecue potatoes. It's very, very good.
0: And, I mean... Your beer. We're not, uh, yeah. we're not uh, too proud. We're not too proud for you to say your favorite beer on the show.
1: Oh, Casey Beerco, baby. I'm a big Kansas City Beerco guy. Um, all types. I love German style beers uh, specifically. Uh, I do like a good lager from now uh, from now and then. And actually, we just brewed our own beer, this podcast I work with called Arrowhead, uh, um, Arrowhead Addict. And our beer is called, called Arrow Red Lager. And let me tell you, that is
0: delicious. That sounds delicious. It sounds uh, it sounds very, very uh, delicious. Uh, for, for those uh, uninitiated listening here at home in New Zealand, just give them an idea of the cost of the advertising uh, around the advertisements, which we will see quite a lot of in the coverage, of course. Oh, my goodness.
1: I mean, it, it is just absurd. You're talking millions and millions of dollars that advertiser, advertisers throw in just for even 30 seconds of a potential commercial. Um, it's something that some folks who are not even massive football fans tune in in for just for the commercials, just for the advertisements, because they go all out. I mean, you're looking at companies who go from the start of the year to right now, they've been planning for this moment. It's just an incredible experience here that it's unlike anything else. Like I love NBA. I love basketball. I love baseball, but they don't have the same kind of, cachet when it comes to nfl commercials advertisement like the super bowl really does
0: it's an interesting tradition um in super bowl or uh, when it comes to the presentation of the trophy that you don't see in a lot of sport these days normally and uh, even in teams events like football world cups rugby world cups etc uh, the captain holds up the trophy uh, when it comes to the presentation of the vince lombardi, vince lombardi trophy of course one of the most famous in sport it's not the players who get the honor but rather it's the owner who lifts the trophy first uh, do you think that's ever likely to change
1: i would like to see it change um you know i have thought about this a lot i obviously i've never been in the situation to, to hoist one of those personally right after they the, you win but i understand the owner to an extent because you're the one that has been there forever you you're the one that's in charge Clark Hunt for Kansas City's been here for so long. He's well-respected by the players, by the GM, by everyone involved. I get it, but, you know, it makes sense to give it to the players. For example, Patrick Mahomes, the MVP of the season, if he were to win MVP of the Super Bowl... You think he would be the first one to hoist it? He's the guy that actually on the field got it done. I don't have a massive issue with it being the owner, but I would like to see it be the player in the Super Bowl MVP personally.
0: Here's a, a question that uh, is dear to my heart as a as a broadcaster and a bit of a commentator from time to time. Uh, Sterling, what about this deal that uh, Tom Brady has struck now? I mean, he was the, probably the wealthiest quarterback in sport. But to be fair, uh, he's got to be now the wealthiest, or going to be the wealthiest broadcaster in sport because of the deal that he's managed to cut. This is astonishing.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's wild. Um I don't want to say unfair, but it it feels a little difficult when you've been a broadcaster, you've been working in this profession your whole life. And obviously I'm no Tom Brady. I've never been there on the field. I've never hoisted the Lombardi. I've never won all these Super Bowls. I'm not saying even me personally, but when you've seen people who have worked their entire career and profession at one aspect that they do, and yet Tom Brady, just retires and automatically becomes the highest paid or one of the highest paid broadcasters in any sport. You're sitting here going, come on. I don't know how fair that is, but at the same time, we're not Tom Brady. Who knows the game better than him? Uh, I don't have a major issue with it, but I do think there's a little bit of a, Hey, Hey, now, hold on. Let's see how he does first.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's no apprenticeship for Tom when it comes to the microphone and It's all about the big, big bucks Right, okay, let's just summarise then In your forecast, it's going to go down to the wire In your forecast, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs And you just kind of think that they'll hold their nerve a wee bit better Because they've been there before And the Eagles haven't struck or come up against a side of this quality just yet, yeah?
1: Yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. They're both fairly evenly matched teams. The Eagles pass rush versus the Chiefs offensive line. But what it comes down to Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they've been here before. They will keep their cool. I am not worried about that. Again, I also mentioned briefly the Harrison Bucker and the special teams of Kansas City. They have a slight edge. I think Harrison Bucker nails all of his kicks. Travis Kelsey He's going to be the brother coming out on top over Jason at 31 to 30.
0: Okay. So uh, for Sterling Holmes, um, what happens uh, tomorrow? I mean, does the wheel keep turning for you in terms of um, um, what, what you're doing when the footy season comes to a halt? Yeah,
1: it keeps going for a little bit. If the Chiefs win, it'll keep going for two weeks. If the Chiefs lose... Uh, you spend a day or two, and then you move on to baseball. You start getting into the groove, talking Kansas City Royals, maybe a little bit of NBA, uh, a few college basketball you know, teams locally around here will probably hit on as well. Uh, but I'm hoping for a win. A win means everyone's happy. happy. It means Kansas City's partying, celebrating. It means the beer is flowing. I want to see a parade.
0: Sterling Holmes, been an absolute pleasure talking uh, to you and listening to your thoughts on the game out of uh, ESPN Kansas City. And of course, the very well known host of The Home Stretch. All the best, mate. I hope uh, you have a great day. It's everything you want it to be.
1: Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.